if you want the latest news in technology, reviews of great new tech hardware and software, along with helpful tech tips, then Tech Brood with Greg Doig is the podcast for you and everyone that loves tech. Welcome to week eight of Tech Brood. I'm your host, Greg Doig. If you love technology like I do, yes, you are in the right place. Here are some of this week's top tech headline stories from August 9th to August 13th. Flytrap Android malware compromises thousands of Facebook accounts. This comes from a story on Zimperium.com blog written by Azim Yaswant, who writes here, The mobile application poses a threat to the victim's social identity by hijacking their Facebook accounts via a Trojan infecting their Android device. The information collected from the victim's Android device includes the following. The Facebook ID, location, email address, IP address, cookie and tokens associated with the Facebook account. These hijacked Facebook sessions can be used to spread the malware by abusing the victim's social credibility through personal messaging with links to the Trojan, as well as propagating propaganda or disinformation campaigns using the victim's geolocation details. These social engineering techniques are highly effective in the digitally connected world and are used often by cyber criminals to spread malware from one victim to another. So with this flytrap, you need to make sure you're ensuring that you're disallowing installation of any app from an untrusted source to be installed. While the setting is turned off by default on most Android devices, Social engineering techniques are highly effective at tricking users into allowing it. To disable unknown sources on Android, go to Settings, choose Security, and make sure that the Unknown Sources option isn't selected. If an Android user suspects that a Facebook account has been connected to a malicious party, follow Facebook instructions to log out of all accounts on all devices, and change your passwords and enable multi-factor authentication if it is not already in use. There's a story from Windows Central written by Samuel Tolbert. The headline reads, Xbox Cloud Gaming arrives for insiders on Windows 10 PC Xbox app. Microsoft announced via Xbox Wire on Monday that players enrolled in the Xbox Insider program can now access Xbox Cloud Gaming through the Xbox app on Windows 10 PC. Xbox Cloud Gaming rolled out to Windows 10 and iOS users earlier this year via a browser-based option. If you're in the Xbox Insider program, you just need to make sure the app is updated, then connect an Xbox controller through USB or Bluetooth. From there, you'll find an option in the app enabling you to choose a cloud game and start playing. Xbox Cloud Gaming is currently available for anyone subscribed to the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which also includes Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Live Gold. Story from Google saying they're giving kids and teens a safer experience online, written on August 10th. Google already provides a range of removal options for people using Google Search, but children are at particular risk when it comes to controlling their imagery on the Internet. In the coming weeks, Google will introduce a new policy that enables anyone under the age of 18 or their parent or guardian to request the removal of their images from Google Image Results. Of course, removing an image from Search doesn't remove it from the web, but Google believes this change will help give young people more control of their images online. 
Google writes some of their most popular products help kids and teens explore their interests, learn more about the world, and connect with friends. Google says they're committed to constantly making these experiences safer for them. That's why in the coming weeks and months, Google is going to make a number of changes to Google accounts for people under 18. Here's a headline story about a couple of new options from HP. One is a two-in-one Chromebook, and another is a computer called the Chrome Base that rotates. HP's new two-in-one Chromebook and rotating Chrome Base bring the Chrome OS playbook of undercutting Windows devices to more novel form factors, a move that Google hopes will shift perception of its OS as more than a catalyst for bare-bones notebooks. HP's Chromebook X211 is a follow-up to its 2018 12.3-inch Chromebook X2, which is a two-in-one tablet with both a bundled detachable keyboard and kickstand. And the HP Chromebase is a desktop with a screen that rotates 90 degrees in the long-neglected Chromebase all-in-one category. Here's a headline from Windows Central. You can now lock meetings in Microsoft Teams. In summary, they say in the past, organizers needed to accept or reject each person trying to join the meeting. However, the new feature allows people to enter the session without additional steps from the organizer. Once the capacity of participants has been reached or you want to enforce punctuality, you can now lock the meeting to prevent others from trying to enter. The feature is also meant to increase the privacy of a confidential meeting. You can always unlock the meeting or invite someone without unlocking the session. Here is another review by TechBrood. And here is a review of some Chromebooks for college students for this week. And we mentioned last week we would bring this to you. And for those that don't know, a Chromebook is a type of laptop that uses Google's Chrome operating system. Compared to a traditional Windows or Mac operating system, the Chrome OS is streamlined and minimalist. It is lightweight enough to run on a touchscreen laptop. And the biggest advantage of using a Chromebook for most is its simplicity. Notwithstanding, some people may find themselves frustrated when trying to do things like install software updates or troubleshoot issues because Chrome OS doesn't come loaded up with many apps. However, Google provides plenty of free online resources such as YouTube tutorials and other helpful guides to help you learn how to use all the Chromebook's functions. And here are several Chromebooks that you may want to consider as a college student or anyone else. The Asus Chromebook Flip C302CA is a great option for college students because of its portability and affordability. It has an 11.6 inch screen that is easy on the eyes and comes with a keyboard that is comfortable to type on. This model also has a 360 degree hinge so you can flip it around to watch videos or play games. Number two, the, the HP Chromebook 14 G1 is another good option for college students. It has a 14-inch display that is bright and crisp. It also has a keyboard that is comfortable and responsive. This model also has an HDMI port, which makes it easy to connect your laptop to a TV or a projector. Number three, the Samsung Chromebook Plus is a great option for students who want a more powerful computer. It has a 12.3-inch display that is bright, colorful, and sharp. It also has a full-size keyboard that is comfortable to use. This model also has USB ports and an SD card slot, which makes it easy to transfer files between devices. And number four, the Lenovo S345-14AST Chromebook. 
This Chromebook completes daily computing tasks. It has an AMD processor, which offers performance for executing tasks quickly. And the four gigabytes of RAM that's installed lets you run several applications seamlessly. This Lenovo Chromebook has a 32 gigabyte eMMC SSD for swift data access and startup times, while the AMD Radon R5 graphics deliver crisp visuals and the 14-inch Full HD display. Get ready for some tech tips from TechBrood. And here are your tech tips from TechBrood this week. Be prepared and get warnings from your smartphone when bad weather arrives and for other emergencies. The National Weather Service now sends dangerous weather alerts to your smartphone. Here's how to set it up if you haven't already done so. If you're an iPhone user, go to Settings menu, select Notifications, then select Government Alert Options and activate everything. For your Android users, select Settings, go to Apps and Notifications, go to Advanced, and select wireless emergency alerts. Once your phone is set, you'll get every emergency alert for your area. Here are some Bluetooth security tips. From connecting a wireless headset to transferring files to enabling hands-free calling while you drive. Most of the time, a user must allow a Bluetooth connection to occur before data is shared. This process is called pairing, which provides a measure of data security. But just like Wi-Fi connections, Bluetooth can put your personal data at risk if you are not careful. Here are some steps you may wish to take when using Bluetooth. Turn Bluetooth off when not in use. If you keep Bluetooth active, a hacker may be able to discover what other devices you connected to before, spoof one of those devices, and then gain access to your device. If you connect your mobile phone to a rental car, a good deal of data from your phone may get shared with the car. Be sure to unpair your phone from the car and clear any personal data such as call logs and save numbers from the car before you return it. Take the same steps when selling a car that has Bluetooth. Use Bluetooth in hidden mode rather than in discoverable mode. This will keep other unknown devices from finding your Bluetooth connection. Otherwise, someone with access to one of your accounts may end up with access to many others. Don't have your web browser remember passwords and input them for you if an unauthorized person gains access to your computer or smartphone, they could access any account that your browser automatically logs into. And don't use passwords that can be easily guessed, such as common words and birthdays of family members. Instead, use a combination of letters, numbers, and symbols. The longer and stronger the password, the safer your information will be. And you may want to consider password managers, which are applications that provide many functions in enabling security with your passwords. Or here are three very popular ones, Keeper, Dashlane, and LastPass. Here are some tips to avoid being spoofed on your mobile device. You may not be able to tell right away if an incoming call is spoofed. Be extremely careful about responding to any requests for personal identifying information. Don't answer calls for from unknown numbers. If you answer such a call, hang up immediately. If you answer the phone and the caller or a recording asks you to hit a button to stop getting the calls, you should just hang up. Scammers often use this trick to identify potential targets. Do not respond to any questions, especially those that can be answered with yes or no. And never give out personal information such as account numbers, social security numbers, mothers, maidens names, and passwords from anyone on an unexpected call.
If you get an inquiry from someone who says they represent a company or a government agency, hang up and call the phone number on your account statement in the phone book or on the company's or government agency's website to verify the authenticity of the request. You will usually get a written statement in the mail before you get a phone call from a legitimate source, particularly if the caller is asking for a payment. Use caution if you are being pressured for information immediately. If you have a voicemail account with your phone service, be sure to set a password for it. Some voicemail services are preset to allow access if you call in from your own phone number. A hacker could spoof your home phone number and gain access to your voicemail if you do not set a password. Talk to your phone company about call blocking tools and check in the apps that you can download to your mobile device. The FCC allows phone companies to block robocalls by default based on reasonable analytics. More information about robocall blocking is available at the website fcc.gov forward slash robocalls. And remember to check your voicemail periodically to make sure you aren't missing important calls and to clear out any spam calls that might be gathering in your voicemail box. That's it. We're done with another show of Tech Brood, but we will work to bring you more and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood just the way you like. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.